Hey, hey, welcome, welcome. I am so damn excited right now. Um, I want to welcome you to the actual second episode, the big November episode of my original podcast, Bitch Please. How are you, bitches? And guess what? There seem to be quite a few uh, podcasts with the word bitch in it on Apple Podcasts anyway. And there's also a couple of bitch pleases. However, here's the difference between my podcast and those podcasts. You know what it is? I'll bet you mine's funnier than all of those. All them bitches. We are definitely funnier than those bitches. I am telling you right now. I don't even have to hear any of that shit to tell you that. But uh, anyway, super exciting. Happy Thanksgiving. Big Thanksgiving um, episode. Also... A big birthday episode to moi, myself, November 19, that's my birthday, yo. I am old as fuck, I don't want to talk about my fucking age, but this is a happy birthday because I love doing this podcast, I actually love being on Apple Podcasts, because that was kind of like my dream, because I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts on Apple Podcasts for a long time, so it's really good to see my little piggy logo on there saying, bitch please, it's awesome. Um, so there's that. Um, one of the topics we're also going to be talking about this episode is all of the noises that were in the first, uh, episode. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, I found the noises at a certain point to be entertaining. Hopefully you did too. One of them was my fabulous, adorable six-month-old Pomsky puppy, the Millennium Falcon, AKA Falcon, barking in the background, uh, gnawing on the arm of uh, one of my guests, John, who is a former uh, cast member of mine. Um, And also Dilly, one of my cats made an appearance. I got two cats and a dog. It's like wild kingdom in here. You don't want to know about it, but you're going to because this is my podcast. Anyway, um, so we had crazy noises. There was also a baby like screaming in the background in the hallway. Welcome to New York City. Welcome to living in an apartment. (laughs) It was nuts. Uh, I tried to put some groovy ambient music underneath. I'm still going to be doing that. I kind of liked it. Um, And I'm also going to introduce you to um, someone who was on the podcast the first time who has come back. Her name is Lauren Gismondi. Uh, I pronounced her name wrong the first time. Uh, she is an actress, she is a teacher, she is fabulous, she's a lot of fun. And actually, she's stepping it up and becoming my co-host. Yay, Lauren! Cool. Um, hey, Lauren, how you doing? Let's get into this. All right, Lauren, listen to me. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be at the end of the show. Yes, I'm just setting it up right now. <laughs> because I had another thing. Okay. Lauren, I got to tell you something. Yes. I am very impressed with myself <laughs> right now. I'm very impressed with everything right now. I'm impressed with us. I'm impressed with you. I'm impressed with it all, baby. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because... <clears throat> because... When I did the promo um, for this show, I mentioned a little something called production values. Right. And how those were going to be going up. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Let me tell you, sister, I wasn't fucking around because guess what? You can hear it, audience. The richness 
of sound. Okay, mm-hmm. we are not just on GarageBand, baby. We are in a professional audio studio. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, they're called Podcast Central, and we're like, this is uh, man. We are maxing, relaxing. We are living large. And, uh, you know, we don't play. Mm-mm. We have our own microphones now. Yes. <laughs> There's soundproofing. I'm elated. <laughs> this is so beautiful in here. And the thing that's amazing is that, um, you know, because eventually my thoughts were to have the show shot. And, you know, it can happen. I mean, I am thinking sometime in 2024, mm-hmm. we could possibly get there. Uh, here because they will shoot us. You see all these cameras? Oh yes, we you have. Know, so put on your wig. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put on your makeup. <laughs> we'll fix the lighting up in here a little more. We need a little little better lighting, but this is a beautiful room, and uh, we're gonna shoot this bad boy. It's Yay. gonna happen. But as for right now, we have a beautiful depth of sound, which I'm really enjoying in a thorough manner. Um. So yay, yay for us, yay! Woo-hoo! So stepping up production values, also stepping it up is Lauren Gismondi. She is now co-host. So there's a lot of stepping up up in this mother <laughs> tonight. Um, but I just wanted to touch, we have to talk about the elephant in the room from last time because look, uh, I had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to get the first episode in the can. And uh, I decided to do it uh, with GarageBand in my apartment with you and John and my dog and two cats. (laughs) And it sure as fuck sounded like it. (laughs) I mean, my dog, there was like heavy breathing in the background. It was my puppy. He was barking and punctuating my sentences. And that can be adorable, you know. So I just left it all in because, hey, this is comedy. You know it's I mean? true. It's true. Yeah. And you know, it's real life is really what it is. Yeah, that- this is a reality of, of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's how so many people have been working, honestly, since we've gone remote in so many different ways where you have like children and animals totally. and goodness knows what else totally. going on while you're trying to, you know, get things done. Right. You get the picture, Lauren. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, there was while I was trying to talk about fucking UFOs, uh, it sounded like someone was killing a baby in the hallway. I don't know. If you... <laughs> and uh, I have reported my neighbors to Child Protective Services. Oh, okay. okay. No, <laughs> they just have babies that scream. So welcome to New York City. Mm-hmm. Welcome to my apartment. Um, but not anymore for this podcast. Because guess what, baby? Production values yes we all uh, had to go to the lower east side to find it i hey. had to find it hey <laughs> hey but actually i just didn't realize how accessible it could really be mm-hmm. and now oh, and now we have this and this rocks i mean i'm loving it all right so it's also my birthday tonight happy birthday to me yay birthday i'm a scorpio mm-hmm. if you couldn't tell <laughs> You're a cuss baby. You're right in between the two, actually. No, well, no, I think I'm pretty smack. I'm kind of smack dab, you know. But if there was ever a Scorpio, you know, Google it. Google Scorpio. And my picture is like right there. But I'm very proud of that. So it's my birthday. And, yeah, you know, there's definitely um, a little bit of 50 cent um, sampling will be underneath this podcast. Curtis Jackson, 
He seems like a cool, cool dude. You know? I would say so. I think he let me have a little snippet. Mm-hmm. I took it anyway. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I am not a fucking millennial. I'm what's known as a boomer. The boomers. That's how the millennials say it. Are you a millennial? I am. <laughs> I am a mid, I'm mid-range millennial. I'm in my like early 30s, so oh, okay. I'm mid-range Okay, okay. So you're not like, okay. You're not obnoxiously millennial. No, I don't no. think so. I Otherwise, think- you wouldn't be on this podcast. I said, get the fuck out of here. Who wants that? <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, little, little, we're going to have a little 50 cent punctuating here and there underneath, um, you know, ambiance music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we're here. We're queer. Get used to us. Loving it. Love the production values. Um, this is what it's going to sound like from now on. Cats. Meow. Dig it. All right. So I want to move into, um, this recurring segment. Uh, that I like to call the bitch please queen of the month and the bitch for November is a dude (laughs) I saw that in the notes and (laughs) I would love for you to explain to me what is happening on the sixth floor (laughs) oh my god you stole my sixth floor thunder what am I gonna do no just kidding um, yeah, you know, we're an equal opportunity offender here. Men, women, dogs, cats. A bitch is a bitch, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, this motherfucker on the sixth floor of my building. And I call him the guy on the sixth floor because I don't even know this motherfucker's name. And it's really, it's sort of quintessential New Yorker. Like, I've been living in my building for like 10 years. I don't know who the hell, I don't know this guy's name. <laughs> and it's really funny because like New Yorkers, we sort of pride ourselves on like not knowing our neighbors because in New York City, you don't know who the hell's living next door to you. I mean, literally an ax murderer. You know, it sounded like a baby was being killed in the hallway the last time. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. um, so you never know. But at the same time, New Yorkers try to pretend like they don't want to know, but they do. I think so. They I do. I'm close with a couple of my neighbors, not all of them, but it's yeah. again because I've lived in the same neighborhood, same block for yeah. the last 11 years. Yes. So it's a little different. But yeah. I know where you're coming from where sometimes it's like, you want to know, but you don't. But you do. But nah. I think it's human nature. I mean, even though everyone is trying to act like a tough New Yorker, mm-hmm. they're yentas. They all want to know. Right. Okay. What's going on? Uh, I'm a very private person. Um, the thing is, I got this amazing, beautiful, gorgeous dog. And so now everybody talks to me and I talk to them. And actually, everybody's being really cute and fun and adorable with my dog. Anyway, back to this motherfucker. So here we go. The story, the back, the quick backstory. I mean, basically what this is about uh, with this guy on the sixth floor is that, you know, this is just basically my sort of um, run-ins, minor exploits with this guy that caused me to say, hmm, what's up with this? So it all started with, <clears throat> excuse me, one day I was coming home on the train, uh, not having one of my stellar knock-it-out-of-the-park days, okay? Mm-hmm. Coming home from this fucking job, not in a great mood. I look up, I see this dude. And I thought, well, let me entertain my mind with something. <laughs> Other than the fact that I am not a happy camper at this particular moment. 
And I look at him and I'm like, you know what? This fucking guy looks like my ex-boyfriend. Now, even just from the first podcast, I do a lot of talking about a lot of ex-boyfriends. Yes. Yes. I've had a lot of them, okay? I get around, yo. Proud. Mm. Proud. <laughs> Loud and proud, baby. I'm a heterosexual woman. Um, But yeah, so one of my ex-boyfriends who, actually, he was a death metal guitarist. <laughs> That's cool. All uh, right. Yeah, he was, um, yeah, he was a psychopath, um, but he looked like David Gilmore of Pink Floyd. So I overlooked a couple of things. <laughs> it's amazing how that can happen, right? Let's go totally deaf and blind for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, that long, dark hair with the blue eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. David Gilmore does not look like this anymore. Uh, if you Google him, I mean, look, he weighs about 300 pounds and he has no hair, but he plays guitar just like a rock god and still does. And I love them. But anyway, so I was just checking him out and I was kind of looking at him a little longer probably than I should have. Like, you ever find yourself doing that when you're on the train? Like your eyes just kind of wander. Oh yeah. Right. Yes. And you kind of shouldn't do that in New York because like what happens to me is if I catch somebody staring at me. I didn't. I turn into like De Niro from Taxi Driver. I'm like, you talking to me? What the fuck is that? What are you looking at? You know, like I'm ready to shave my head and get a mohawk. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what do you? What? what, what? <laughs> oh, I'm from Queens originally. Oh man, I'm from Queens originally. You know, I'm like, what are you? What are you, what are you looking at? So I try, and sometimes I'll find myself staring at people and be like, damn, I shouldn't do that because this person might, you know, get. Anyway, long, long, long story short, with this run in with this dude. Is that, well, he caught me looking at him, and he snubbed me. Oh. But I got the snub. No. <laughs> so I was like, what? Bitch, please. I was like, uh-uh. I get, look, I was like, dude, I was thinking in my mind, Mm-mm, you're not going to snub me. I thought you just looked like my psycho ex-boyfriend, that's all. <laughs> you know how men are. They let it all go to their heads. I'm like, Relax. I'm just titillating my mind with you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, well, screw you. You snubbed me. All right. Mm. So I'm walking home, and then I start to notice he's walking my way. And then I start to notice, oh, no. This motherfucker lives in my building. So I was like, oh. All right, well, fuck him. Who cares? So over the years, I've had little bumpings with him. And one time, I bumped into him, and... I was looking pretty good that day, and I was feeling really good that day. And he was kind of trying to talk to me and stuff, and I'm like, no. No. Oh, you shut him down. A number one, he's married. Hello. Oh, that's an important detail. Okay, okay. That's important. B number two, he has a child. And he has a very attractive wife. I'm like, what are you doing trying to talk to me? You know, it's like I had a bad day. You snubbed me. And the one day I kind of looked good. You're trying to talk to me. No, 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 not happening. And so the reason why I started thinking about him again, and the reason why I decided to put him in the bitch please Queen of the Month Hall of Fame for November is because recently (laughs) I was walking my dog, as I do, Mm -hmm. my little Millennium Falcon, a.k.a. Falcon, my Ponsky, the love of my life, and I was putting his poop in one of those bins outside of my apartment. All of a sudden, this one comes running up, up on me, mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, 
Go put that in there. And I'll mention to you, he didn't look that good that day. <laughs> just like taking salt and just pouring it right into the room and just rubbing it in. Okay. I'm a vindictive bitch. <laughs> I own it, baby. I own all of this. <laughs> so I just kind of looked at him like, dude, uh, you've got a rental. You know, you don't own this building. I just kind of looked at him like, Psst, bitch, please don't. Mm-mm. Don't talk to me. No, you're married. No. So I said to myself, why is he doing that? Why is he? It feels like he's trying to get my attention after he snubbed me. Maybe he felt guilty. Who cares? But what I kind of suspect that is my theory is remember when you were in grade school and there was that guy who used to tease you? Oh, yeah, sure. Mercilessly. Mercilessly. Sure. Yeah. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But the reason he was teasing you is because he had a crush on you. That's such crap. (laughs) Sorry, I don't buy into it. I I didn't buy into it when I was 11, and I don't buy into it um, as a 33-year-old woman now. So go on. It kind of reminded me of that, you know? And I thought to myself, "Mm, ah, too late, buzzer. Yeah. (laughs) I need a buzzer sound effect. Too late. The answer to you, guy on the sixth floor, who I still don't know your name, is... No. No. You're married? I was married for a very long time. I had a long marriage. Hey, I don't dig that. First of all, Lauren, I don't need uh, somebody else's man. I can get my own goddamn man, right? We can get our own men. We don't need some other woman's man. I don't agree with that. You know? And I don't care that you look like David Gilmore on a good day. <laughs> And not even David Gilmore, but, you know, that look. Mm-hmm. No guy on the sixth floor. So, speaking of men and women and relationships. Yes. And the man-woman kind of back and forth. I want to bring up a little subject that I like to call free willy. I love it because it's like layered. This is going to be great. Okay, cool. Let's do we it. We have multi layers of sound. We have multi layers of feelings and intellect and everything <laughs> happening tonight on my birthday. I'm so happy. All right, Free Willy. You know that movie from? I think it was from the '90s. Yeah, yeah. Early '90s was the series. I think there was a tr- uh, trilogy. It's a trilogy. Was it movies. a trilogy? Yeah, they made three of them. Oh, okay. So they're freeing a killer whale, right? A orca or whatever Correct. it is. Yes, an orca. So I'm calling a Free Willy. And the willy that I am talking about this time Mm -hmm. is Will Smith. Yes. (laughs) Of course. Because it's pertinent to to this month. (laughs) Because Jada Pinkett Smith, um, after the slap heard round the world at the Academy Awards, which was ridiculous, uh, went on a book tour. And so recently, she's been doing all these interviews with journalists. And the more she talks about this marriage, the more confused (laughs) I become. And so does Will, I'm sure. I guess so. (laughs) It's interesting because similarly, I'm like, the more I learn, the less, the more I'm like, this is just not... A conventional marriage in the way that I've seen it before in my life. 
That's the best way I can describe it. It just becomes less and less and less conventional as more and more information comes out. Exactly. The more Jada talks, the less it becomes. I, I don't know what it is. Mm. Um, but are they divorced? No. I don't think so. I think I they are think separated. So. Right. They but never. Not. They are not divorced. No. As nope. far as I, I don't know. I'm still. I'm confused. I'm as confused as Will Smith. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But basically, judging from all of the things, t- talk about layering and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> myriad myriad of thoughts and just. I don't know what the fuck this one is. Just talking about. <laughs> um. But the more I hear it, the more this marriage sounds like the Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> okay, well, which one of them is being held captive, I guess, is the question. Well, that's why I call it Free Willy. Ah! Okay. Because uh-huh. what I think happened, here's what I think happened, and some of it may have been documented or not. I do believe there was cheating that went on in this marriage, which would cause a riff. Um, but I think what happened was... What had happened was, I think Will cheated first. And then he felt so guilty, he came back. And Jada has been torturing him ever since. Free Willie, Jada. Let him go. Yeah, Anna, it's okay. Let him go. Or just decide that, you know, you want to occasionally have intercourse. You want to strip every now and then. Yeah. And let that be it. Yeah, that can get, that can get complicated. Of course it can. There's, there, there are children involved. Yeah. And I'm really a film dynasty involved as well, now that I think about it. Right, so. right. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, as I mentioned, I was married for... A long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at her marriage. I'm seeing right through this as someone who was married and, and divorced. And what happens in marriages sometimes is that the marriage is over, you know, for a long time. But they don't want to admit it. Yes. Yes. And I don't think she wants to admit it now. She seems to be the spokesperson. <laughs> like, I don't hear Will doing anything but going crazy and slapping people, you know, uh on global television um you know this poor man he can barely think yeah it's kind of, it's sad let him go jada yeah they should let each other go really it's, let it's... each other let let, let... <laughs> no it's true it's <laughs> yes. it's release the toxicity whatever it is just you know it's like cancer you gotta cut it out like you just gotta get rid of what doesn't work well, what she said was, too, is that when he asked her to come with him to the Academy Awards, uh, they weren't together. And when he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, um, she actually said she did not agree with that. So that was like the one sane thing I think I heard, I've heard her say. Um, but at that point, that's when they started, quote unquote, working on it. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, it's called beating a dead horse, and Will is the horse. <laughs> Jada, honey, this poor man—he is so talented. He is one of my favorite actors. Uh, he seems like a great person. He made a mistake. He wanted to cheat. He wanted to, you know, step out of the marriage. And I think she, 
you know, to get him back. I think she cheated. Yeah, they were in an open relationship. I watched some of their um, episodes of The Red Table that um, they produce as a family. And they talked a bit about that. What is that? What is The Red Table? It is, uh, or maybe it was. I don't know if it's still being produced or not now. Uh, It was a format, kind of like how we're sitting here around a table. Mm -hmm. It was all of the Pinkett Smiths whole family okay and then they would invite their friends different guests on to come and talk about specific subject matter really yeah it, some of it was actually pretty informative i really liked some of their episodes yeah but they i know for a fact on that program they did talk about their relationship their marriage mm-hmm. so i'm just i'm going through my brain like trying to remember like what were they talking about and at that was- point this was like 20 19, 2020, really? they were in an open relationship at that point in time. That's what they were oh, calling it. Okay. Yes. Was it a podcast? Was it a, what was it? Where was it? It was a streaming show. Okay. I remember picking up through watching, it was on YouTube and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Those are the two platforms I remember it being advertised and I watched it on. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So they were open about the fact that <clears throat> at this point they decided not to let each other go. You know, but to screw other people. Precisely. Wow, that's a disaster. It's a real risk. It requires a ton of trust, and it's 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 impossible. I think it. I think it's really difficult, even for the strongest of marriages. I was like, that's a real. You're risking everything. Yeah. All right. Well, Jada, maybe who knows? Maybe she'll hear this. I don't know. Probably not. Maybe somebody will hear this. And just tell her to just, you know, that man has lost his mind. You know, you have tortured him enough for cheating on you, honey. And it's time to go. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about um, someone that I encountered um, on TV. Ooh, <laughs> who is it? Who is it? Who is it? It was someone who um, I saw interviewed by Howard Stern. Um, Sirius XM has video interviews now. Uh, I am a sick, sad Howard Stern fan. I will do a little sidetrack on that. Um, I was on a um, spinoff Howard Stern show for on and off for about three years, Howard 101. Um, it was called the Superfan Roundtable. Um, nice. Because I am, I need a life, okay? And I've been listening to it for decades. At any rate, so I see this dude, Post Malone. Yes. Post Malone. Interesting. Um, and so when I saw him interviewed and I heard his music, finally, a few things struck me. First of all, even before hearing the music, taking a look at him... Um, you know, he's got this look, you know, he's got the face tattoos, Mm -hmm. he's got the grill, he's got the dreads. To me, this was a hardcore hip hop look. You know what I mean? Talk about 50 Cent. Yeah. This is gangster rap Mm -hmm. right here. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's what I thought I was going to hear. And then when I heard the music, basically, I mean, this stuff is like very mainstream. Um, and actually sounds a lot like, excuse me, the ambient music that you're hearing underneath this podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> the only thing uh, that's different about it is that the lyrics, uh, the lyrics are great, and his song, uh, his voice, excuse me, he's got a great voice. And also, the people that he collaborates with, some of them are awesome. And oh, yes. He did a song with Ozzy. I don't know if you heard it. What's the title? Remind me. Oh, wow, wow, wow. What is that song called? Google it. Okay. For some reason, it's escaping me. Ozzy, man, he's got Parkinson's. How old's Ozzy? <clears throat> Ozzy's like in his 70s or something, I think. Ozzy sounds fantastic. And uh, this song he did with Ozzy, I thought it was kick-ass. First of all, um, also, this song, Rockstar, this is the coolest fucking song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> He's got a great team of producer producers. Really, really good team of producers. Yeah, and so the thing that struck me, too, just about him personally, too, is that... Um, you know, he's very vulnerable. I don't know if you've ever seen him interviewed. I don't know if you know anything about him. I, I am late to the Post Malone party. Um, so I'm just discovering this. But um, he's, I don't know. I just think he's uh, beautiful. He's like a beautiful person. Yeah, he's a beautiful soul. <clears throat> he is. And uh, he wears, his suffering is written all over his face. So I feel him, you know. I feel you, Post. And like... All of his songs that I listen to, and I listen to a lot of them, yeah, I like them. And it goes to show that you can be mainstream and not be mediocre. You know what I mean? I like, do. You know what I'm saying? So yes. you can be for the masses. You know, you don't have to suck just because you're for the masses. Like you're, you're <laughs> the, 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 the artistry you pull out put out there um is liked by masses of people so power to the people power to you post malone i mean even like um you know like the foo fighters they they put out music recently yes they did <laughs> they girls fantastic this is you know mainstream they're a mainstream band mm -hmm. you know and they put out great art so does post malone yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's funny you bring up the Foo Fighters because I just watched the horror movie that they made oh, wow. in 2022 oh. called Studio 666. And it is so silly, so campy. It is, if you're looking for something fun that is a little scary, but not over the top scary, it's worth watching. I thought I heard something. What, did he direct or something? Or The whole band is in it, and they produced it. Oh, my God. It <laughs> sounds amazing, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like a lot of stuff, you know, and to me, good is good. So just because everybody in the world likes it doesn't mean I don't have to like it, you know? I mean, I love the Sex Pistols, I love disco, and I like Post Malone. Yeah. I dig that stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. good music, and good music can be found almost anywhere, which is kind of cool. Yeah, you know, I was very excited by that. I thought he was a cool cat. I'd like Rockstar to be underneath this show, but, you know, licensing issues. I mean, you know, licensing, man. So if anyone hears this and would like to license their song to us, we would be greatly appreciative. Yeah, for zero. Okay. Royalty free. <laughs> Royalty free, baby. 
Anyway, Lauren, this has been a pleasure. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> we are going to see you next month for the Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa show. Ooh. We will be um, keeping these production values up. We will be doing it probably right here again. And we are going to catch you next time. Be a the bitch, yeah.